0: Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB DeRoghi. This week, One Sunday Brunch by Terry Lee Ralph. Great Uncle Miles always expected me for tea at four during the week, a bit earlier on the weekend. I treasured this time alone with Grandmother's favorite brother. It was always just the two of us, as we had a special bond. Everyone else in the family thought he was a bit odd. By association, I was considered odd as well. Then again, Great Uncle Miles would remind me time and again that his nephew, Uncle Carl, and my Aunt Madeline's progeny were the truly odd ones. They rarely said anything, though, probably because they lived with or were otherwise supported by him. Don't bite the hand that feeds you, as the saying goes. Great Uncle Miles seemed to have an endless supply of patience as well, particularly when family would make not-so-subtle comments under their breath at Sunday brunch, as if he was deaf, which he clearly was not. It was all those trips around the world— "'Uncle Carl would often murmur. "'His wife, Madeline, would shudder a bit, whisper. "'And those odd relics and books he collects. "'It's often difficult for me to sleep at night, what with the nightmares.' "'She shuddered slightly. "'I wanted to say something in reply, "'especially since Aunt Madeline cast a not-so-pleasant look in my direction. "'But Great Uncle Miles rested his ample hand on mine and gently shook his head. "'My parents had died in a freak railway accident shortly after I turned twelve so great-uncle Miles had raised me. He had never married or had children of his own due to his travels. When Aunt Madeline, Uncle Carl, and their three sons, Stephan, Blair, and Connor, had fallen on hard times, he did the right thing by them as well, despite the way they behaved. Fortunately, they all lived in the guest cottage, which was actually quite spacious. Great-uncle Miles didn't want them underfoot except on holidays or during Sunday brunch, which was when everyone, including me, were expected to be on our best behavior. One Sunday brunch, however, my cousins were on their worst behavior. Not only did they turn their noses up at the sumptuous brunch prepared by our cook, Miss Nina, they also clattered silverware, refused to say please or thank you, and added one too many sugar cubes to their morning tea. Boys will be boys, as the saying goes, but there's still no excuse, no excuse at all. Their parents didn't behave much better, what with Aunt Madeline going on about her nightmares and insomnia, and Uncle Carl growing increasingly more impatient with her and their children. He even yelled and smacked his children's hands. When Uncle Carl was preparing to do so again, our great-uncle stood up and strode over to one of the occasional tables, where a large gong hung from an ornate carved stand. He picked up the mallet and struck the gong, A deep, resonant sound reverberated through the room, silencing them. While my cousins just seemed a bit stunned, my aunt and uncle's eyes were wide with fear. At that time, I didn't know about the significance of Great Uncle Miles striking the gong. In fact, I had always thought it was decorative rather than functional. I was soon to discover otherwise. Sunday brunch was oh so much nicer without Uncle Carl and his family. Even though Uncle Miles said, While I will continue to support them, they're now banished from the main house. I just nodded in reply. The last thing I was inclined to do was question Uncle Miles on such matters, especially since I was no longer anxious when Sunday brunch approached. When their parlor drapes were drawn, I could see Aunt Madeline sitting in an antique rocker going back and forth, back and forth, for hours on end. She looked pale, even sickly. So too did Uncle Carl, who occasionally went out for a few hours every day. He always returned, appearing dejected. The boys could be seen from time to time, about the garden. They seemed to be but shadows of their former selves. Not even playing toss or attempting to climb a tree. There was much more to it than that, though. Apparently it wasn't so much the gong, which was a family heirloom, but the house itself that was significant. You see, the sounding of the gong had been heard twice before by my uncle and aunt. It was the third sounding that sealed their fate. Sunday brunch had been Great Uncle Miles' way of offering more than mere sustenance to his nephew and family. He had given them a chance— and they had failed. There was no amount of poached eggs and toast or any of the other delicious meals prepared and served to us by Miss Nina that could equal the real gift great-uncle Miles had given them. Now their life force would sustain great-uncle Miles and me. This has been One Sunday Brunch, written by Terry Lee Ralph. Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of DICE is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, CB Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at CB Thanks for listening.